What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. The last episode for a while before I get on this break, but that is for the last topic. I'll talk about that. Let's get into the first topic. So... Although this is the last episode, not of 2021, not of the Ernest Thoughts podcast forever, just until I get off of this short mini break that I am going to take, um, I am introducing a new segment that I'm going to call Two Americas. And in this segment, I am going to detail an actual story. Yes, an actual story that shows the difference between a black person being sentenced or a black person, how a black person is being treated mostly in the United States compared to a white person or a non-black person for said crime or whatever the case may be. But pretty much within the judicial system and within the United States. Um this is definitely for the individuals who like to argue systematic racism is not a thing. This is definitely those uh, th- this is definitely for those who want to get educated on situations like this because they don't know about the the you know situation they know about the story they don't know about whatever right um, And obviously this is for you all, the listeners out there and This is just to get people to understand why myself and other black folks and just other people in general who are aware of shit like this say there's two different Americas for, you know, white people and black people or black people and other Americans, right? So we have this case here of Gwen Levy or Levi. Um, if I'm mispronouncing her name, uh, her last name, at least I apologize. Um, but Gwen Levy or Levi is a 76 year old woman who is, I believe at the moment is still being in the process of going, being sent back to prison simply because she missed phone calls from her probation officer while she was in out the house at her computer classes. So Gwen was actually released. She was one of the ex prisoners or people who were released last year um, due to COVID, uh, you know, safety like issues or just she didn't have it but just a worry that certain prisoners especially the prisoners will be running rampant with uh COVID-19 which they were because of the guards of course bringing that shit in but she was one of the people uh who was released and I believe she was released in June the date says here um well not in June she was released in 2020 The calls happened in June, and that's what got her in trouble, pretty much. So, 
I'm just gonna and again as always link in the description box below please check out the link I have it uh, being reported by the floor Floridian Times Floridian Times Florida get your shit together because y'all misgendered Gwen a couple times in this article and um, yeah as I was reading through they kept they called her he a couple times but then when they quoted her lawyer they got the gender right because her lawyer obviously was referring to Gwen as she but they they twice called Gwen he and when referring to Gwen they kept saying he was here in one sentence they they gave her both genders they said he was let me find that sentence let me find that sentence let me not just you know I'm making fun of them right now y'all know how I do I gotta bring the jokes before I bring the seriousness um you know what I probably lost it somewhere but. Let me read, I um, or at least read until I feel as though it's no point in reading. So I'm gonna start from the stop, from the start, not the stop. Wow. One of my worst feelings, my roommate, is being de deprived of opportunities while doing everything I can to maximize my blessings. This seems to be the case with 76-year-old. Gwen Levy. Gwen was granted house arrest in June last year after serving 16 years in prison for 24 years, meaning that she only served 16 out of the 24 years that she was initially sentenced. And like I said, she was released because she was one of the non-violent prisoners who was released last year because they didn't want to run that risk of exposing more inmates to coronavirus. During her release, she attended a computer class and missed several phone calls from a protection server, a parole officer, pretty much. Gwen is currently awaiting transfer from a prison in Washington, D.C., to a federal facility, said lawyer Sapna Michadani. Michadani. I know I messed that up, probably. I feel like I was trying to do everything right, Quinn said in a statement through her lawyer. See, they got her gender right here, but y'all gonna continue. I'm gonna continue reading, they, they gonna get the fuck up. According to Blavity, Breaking the rules is not who I am. I tried to explain what happened to tell the truth. I never thought I wasn't supposed to go to that class. That's another comment from Gwen. Gwen reportedly improved his, see they say right here, his computer process skills. Gwen is a girl. Gwen is a woman, by the way. But they say his. Floridian Times, people. Again, link in the description box below. Had they had me writing this article, no misgenders. But I'm going to correct what they said. Gwen reportedly improved her computer processing skills in Baltimore's Inner Harbor class. Conversation observers noted that Gwen was not home at 10.51 a.m. on June 
12, 2021 this year. She didn't... Whoever's yelling outside, shut the fuck up. I... She didn't answer the phone for a few hours. Her ankle monitor later revealed that she was at home at 1.17 p.m. the same day. No shit, because her class was at 10. Maybe they let out, I don't know, some time before, 1-ish, and then she got out. She went home. According to a reporter submitted by the prison department, Time outside Gwen's house was considered a flight. And this is when the BS starts to come in. Sapna Michidani, the lawyer, said Washington Post. Said to Washington Post, Gwen is in prison in Washington, D.C., waiting to be transferred to a federal facility. There is no doubt she was in class, said Spanner. They will treat her like a bank robber because she said she was told she might be robbing a bank. Gwen, who is spending time on drug plots, said in her statement that, again, they misgendered. They said he felt it. She, she felt ravaged. Blavity reports that, again, they said he, but it's she. She was convicted on April 19th, 2005. Sentenced on October 6th, 2006. She, they got it right there. Who edits these? Nobody, apparently. Has served for nearly 20 years at various facilities in Maryland, Texas, and Alabama. Bama. And that's where I'm going to stop reading. Again, you can check out the rest um, in the description box below. This is the Florida Times, Floridian Times, and the We Don't Proofread Our Articles Times, We Misgendered Times. Okay? So there's that's, that's where all that came from. But in all seriousness, what bugged me... I saw this on Twitter, of course, because it wasn't being covered on the news or nothing. Um, so it made me want to look more into it. That's when I did my own research. So, like I said, upon doing the research, found out why she was released last year. Um, last year in June, actually. She was released in June 2020. Don't know the exact date, but she was released in June 2020. Um, and... She literally was only out for a year and she did nothing wrong other than not be a, not have a doppelganger or twin who could answer the phone while she's at home, while she's at her computer classes. Now I have questions. This is a woman who clearly was on the up and up and she seemed as though she was really, you know, trying not to go back to prison. So I'm assuming that she told her parole officer or officers, hey, during this time, I am at this class. And then, you know, bam, right? Just to let y'all know. So if they're calling at that time, if they had this prior knowledge, I'm not sure if that's the case. 
But if they had this prior knowledge and they still wanted to be dicks about it and they call her knowing that she wasn't going to be able to pick up because knowing that she wasn't home, I don't think this woman has a cell phone because they were calling her home phone, okay? Um, and using that as an excuse to lock her up again, well, that's the type of shit that they, they pull crazy shit like that on all criminals, but black criminals especially. Alright, but here's the, the, the thing that really pissed me off. The comment about, well, we're arresting her because maybe she could have been robbing a bank. She could have been, yeah, we, we know she was not doing anything criminal at the time, but because she's black, because she was in prison, and because we're just this racist system... We're going to say, uh, well, she could have been doing something like robbing a bank at 76 years old. She could have been committing a crime. We don't care if the facts show that she, the time shows that she was at her computer class. The time shows later on that she was home from her computer class. That she did not receive any calls from you all when she was home, but only when she was out of the home. That's when you all decided to call her and blow her phone up. No, 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 no. It's not our mistake. You're black. You're a criminal. And those two put together is enough for you to lock you the fuck up. To Americas. To Americas, people. This is insane. That this type of stuff, and this is my, not my first time being privy to this type of shit. Why I say it's to Americas? Because you think this will happen to a white criminal? And again, her crime was had to do with drugs, not even robbing banks. She probably was went to prison. Shit, since we on this topic of weed, or oh, the next topic is gonna be about weed and 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 all this other stuff. She could have been. She probably was selling weed and got prison for that. You know. Further pushing my argument and other people's arguments that everyone who has a criminal record for um, selling weed should have their record expunged and, you know, be broke off a little some, some, some in the part of, you know, having their own business, you know, given a, a, a grant of some sort if they want to continue on um, selling weed legally you know but it doesn't say what she was involved with but her her crime was not robbing a bank so it is incredibly not only racist for them to say well we're going to accuse her of robbing a bank or saying that it was thought crime you know we thought and not even her thought crime we thought she was robbing a bank there was no reports of a bank robbery like even if there was, had she not been at the scene, if she wasn't at the scene, if she was not involved in the supposed bank robbery that was going down, if there was one going down, you shall not send this woman to prison or punish her for the crime of robbing a bank. They literally said, well, because you wasn't home, you was actually in a class, you was actually at school. And you was doing the right thing. But 
we think you were robbing a bank. That is enough for us to say, well, you were robbing a bank. And you're going back to prison for robbing a bank. Although we have no proof that you were robbing a bank. We have all the proof that prove that you was at this computer class, that you wasn't out robbing a bank. In fact, there was no bank robbery this day. But we're still going to say, well, you could have been robbing a bank. So, uh, this is dangerous. Because prisoner or not, then they could just say this about any old black person. Hell, this this is reminiscent of when there were black people who were not even born into slavery or weren't even slaves anymore being brought into slavery and saying, well, you know, you, you're, you're, you're a criminal because you ran from your slave masters. You're supposed to get out of slavery the legal way, you know? And again, there were, there were people that weren't even born into slavery, black people, not even born into slavery being captured, captured as slaves. And then the slave master would be like, well, I was, I was, you know, they were my slave and I captured him or her. And it was the word of this white man, the word of this white woman over the word of this black person. And I'm pretty sure you know who won. Definitely wasn't the word of the, the black person. Whether they were legally, in quotation marks, a free slave or not. This is very rem reminiscent of that. If you are a black person and you think that this is not alarming, like this is not something that we should care about, y'all caring about the the choices of vaccination or forcing people to get vaccinated and all this other stuff. And for all the people who say, well, we can walk and talk at the same time. We could be mad at two things, but y'all never are. Y'all always say y'all can do something and never do it. Shut the fuck up and actually do it, and then I have more faith in your dumb ass. But, I think you should worry more about shit like this going on. But because it doesn't fit your narrative, the ones you want to push and everything, and you don't want to piss off your white lovers, or you don't want to make your white friends uncomfortable about situations like this or you don't want for whatever reasons you don't want to talk about this and sure who wants to think about them possibly having the government throw them in prison because they're black or because they have a criminal record but they're not actually out here doing anything criminal. They're not doing the same thing that landed them in prison. They're not doing another crime. They're doing something that's trying to better them li their lives, whether they are working a job and they happen not to be home because that's the only form of communication they have because they've been in prison for 16 damn years. So no, they're not going to have the latest iPhone and, 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 and Android phone or tablet or whatever, right? They're not going to have the latest if they were in prison behaving, let me put it that way. And not, you know, getting that stuff smuggled in or whatever. If they were in prison, just minding their own, doing their time and saying, you know what? I'm just doing this time until my time is up. Keeping my head low, doing, trying to stay out of trouble as much as possible. If that means 
not being able to get a phone, that means not being able to get a phone. And yeah, it's if that means not being able to hear from loved ones, that means not being able to hear from loved ones. But I am just doing my time and I'm trying to get the hell up out of here. Which I believe what Gwen was 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 her that was her mindset. This is a woman, and it like breaks my heart to see her quotes talking about how she was doing the right thing, and she was she thought being honest with you know her POs about what happened was going to help things, and they just to her face straight up said, "Nope, going you still getting locked up, still put the cuffs on her." Seventy six years old. Y'all can talk about Cosby all y'all want. Cool. He's older than this woman, but this is someone that I'm writing for, not only because she didn't do anything even as close to what Cosby is accused of, but clearly this woman was not doing anything. There's evidence that this woman was not doing anything wrong. You have nothing in this article and nothing else where I've read it where they're saying that this woman may be involved in a supposed bank robbery that was happening that day or of any bank robbery happening that day, period. But because they want to, and I feel like, sadly, Gwen is not the only one. If you were somebody who was released from prison last year, and you're listening to this podcast, or if you know somebody who was released from prison last year, I'm going to need you to not only share this podcast episode, but share this story with them. Because I need y'all to be careful. And if you can, lawyer the fuck up. Because I feel as though what they are doing is trying to get all those prisoners back because back to normal. And this is all going to go under the rug because we have a Democratic president and oh my God, and everything is peachy clean now. But had this happened under Trump, had she not been released last year, or had she been released last year, but then arrested within the same year, let's just say months later. Oh, this would have been a problem. Heck, any time during Trump's presidency, any time between 2016 to 2020, this would have been a problem. And I feel as though a lot of people would be speaking up a bit about this. But they're not. And it could be a number of reasons, but one of the reasons I believe is because, oh, we got a Democratic mouth and yeah, back to normal. So like I said, if you were released last year, I'm going to need you to really watch it back. If you know someone who was released last year, I'm going to need you to really watch their back and I need them to watch their back. I need them to know what the hell is going up because I don't think Gwen is the only one that they're trying this type of stuff on. I'm pretty sure a lot of them because all of the people who were released last year were non-violent offenders. But you think the judicial system cares if they were violent or not? You think they care about the crime that they did? And you see them accusing her of doing a crime that, or thinking of accusing her of doing a crime that she didn't even get initially locked up for in the first place. 
She could have been out robbing a bank. What? I could be recording this podcast right now as I am. Well, you, you could have been out raping a white woman. At 11.15 a.m. On July 7th. No, I was recording this podcast. But we know you was, but you, you could have been somewhere else. So you, you're getting locked up because that's where you could have been. And you could have been in hell, my nigga. But you're still standing here. In my face. The fuck out of my face, that shit. This, this, this type of shit is what I need y'all to understand. People can say, oh, you're overreacting and you're bathing and that. Because your punk ass is too scared to even call this stuff out or talk about it. I don't mean I ain't going to talk about it. Alright? Yeah, the podcast changed from the Let's Talk About It podcast to the Ernest Thoughts podcast. Uh, ain't nothing changed here. Ernest is still going to share his thoughts. Ernest is still going to talk about it. This shit right here is not, this is not something to take lightly at all. Whether you're a former inmate or not, whether you've been to prison or not. I don't care how long ago you went to prison. It was 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago. Don't think because they, they, they pulled this stunt on her. What makes you think if they're going to pull this on a 76-year-old black woman? They're not going to uh, point it out on your 26-year-old black ass. 36, 46, 56. 16. It doesn't matter. And part of why I, I have this in the two Americas, you know, aspect of, of what I want to bring to the show. It's because, as I was saying before, do you think that they were going to do this to a 76-year-old white woman? Do you really think? It, look at it. I don't know how old. Oprah, I'm not Oprah. Uh, what's her name? Martha Stewart. The white Oprah. I don't know how old she was when she got locked up in that little country club ass prison. But she was old enough to at least be someone's grandma. Just like this woman here, Gwen Levy. And they don't care. They're not saying, well, she's old. What do we mean she's going to rob a bank? She was at her computer class. She's just trying to learn some fucking computer skills because she is trying to at least learn something while she's still here because 16 years of her life was in prison. She's just trying to get reacclimated to today's society. Knowing how to use a damn computer is how one should reacclimate to society. Especially when everything is online now. But it doesn't matter. They wouldn't do this shit to a, a 76-year-old white woman, an 86-year-old white woman. And they could be accused of a, of a violent crime. Well, they, she's 96 now. Who is she going to hurt? Apparently, the, the the same people that she hurt when she was 36 years old and she did the murders. 
or even worse. Even if that old white woman doesn't end up hurting somebody. The fact is, her her murder compared to Gwen's murder, I mean, Gwen didn't murder anybody. She was selling drugs or involved in a drug plot, as the article says. So, anybody going to try to argue that there isn't two Americas for black folks? Here's one example, one of many examples that I can share and that I will share throughout this podcast. Not this episode. I will probably try to keep it to one per episode if I remember, but best believe there are more than one instances in this situation. And like with all the stories that I cover here, once there are updates, I will detail, I'll I'll speak more about them. Because ain't no way in hell I'm not going to pay attention to this situation here. It's fucked up. Nothing anyone can say could try to justify it. And I already know who the type of individuals who will try to justify this. Well, you know, she should have been, she should have made it clear to them that she was at her computer class during these times. I don't think they would purposely call her when she's not at home and she... Yep, I know exactly what y'all dumbasses gonna say. Don't even say. Keep your comments to your damn self. We're gonna get into a commercial break and then we'll get into the next topic. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music music over at the my two cents podcast that is a podcast i do a weekly podcast i've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now the my two cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast go over subscribe to my two cents podcast that is the word my two cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show all right so as i mentioned in the first part we are talking about talking about weed um but you know not you know some oh my god i i smoked weed for the first time yeah i'm sharing my experience with y'all but nah it's about um our girl maybe our girl she's mine for sure shikari um or shikari richardson and pretty much my reaction to her not being able to 
qualified for the Olympics. Um, she. It was also real yesterday that she would not be. Um, she probably won't run again, or at least for the Olympics, until 2024, um, or whatever. Um, but just her failing the drug test um, and being suspended for that, punished for that for 30 days for that, and not being able to make the Olympics. The response from myself, of course, but just others as well, others being Joe Biden in particular, and just some overall thoughts on it. So, for those who don't know, Shikari Richards was, Richard's son was suspended because there was weed found in her system. She admitted to everything. She was not that smoking weed should be a crime and everyone, not that anyone needs to really explain why they smoke weed, but she found out that her biological mother just passed and her, obviously anybody in that situation, anybody who, you know, had some type of relationship with their mom, whether it be the most loving one or not, or whatever, the emotions are going through your head, you know? Um, I was very upset when my mother passed. So, yeah, as someone who knows how that feels, although I did not smoke weed, I was upset nonetheless. So, that's how she felt the need to cope with the situation. Now, I don't think that when I say I don't think that was a good decision, I'm not saying because weed is bad and you should not. No, that's not the reason why. Um, complete opposite. Weed is good. You should smoke it. I just choose not to. But um, I just say the only reason why I think that it was a bad decision. I won't say a mistake, although people are going to say mistakes are bad decisions. Think it was a bad decision, and I think I've detailed my 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 reasoning for uh, what I would call a mistake or a bad decision before whatever. But um, decisions are made purposely in you know other ways as well, but mostly purposely. They're done consciously. Whether that decision is a good decision or a bad decision, it really depends on the outcome of said decision. Every react, every action has a reaction, as we know that. And the, her reaction to finding out the news about her mom um, was to do something that caused a, another reaction that wasn't very favorable to her and to a lot of people. Again, this is not me downing her and saying she was, you know, stupid or anything. She still has my support. In fact, I don't think she should have been punished for it. Suppose that. And even if the reason wasn't because my mom died and I was upset, it, it, she, I don't really care about the reason. She was just smoking weed. And marijuana is not a performance enhancing drug. In fact, it's probably more so of a performance dehancing drug but you know she's she's a superstar ain't no a little bit of weed ain't gonna take her down hell nah not that black girl magic but as far as 
just making the decision she owned up to it so anybody who is going to try to make excuses or try to say that I am you know following along with this idea that rules are ruling thing the rules are stupid yeah rules are rules but the rules are utterly stupid um I'm not gonna bring up the whole Michael Phelps thing because that situation happened I believe he ended up doing the Olympics either before the like like years before or months uh, several months before or this was some time after he uh, had already finished it um and the news outlet wasn't too favorable of Phelps either also I don't need to enlist some type of but what about this person to make the points that I want to make here it's simple as that Miss Richardson, she owned up to it. She apologized. She is learning from the said situation. She said she's going to come back strong and everything. And as I said before, she's got my support. It's that simple. I'm not agreeing with the decision that was made. Also, I forgot. I also want to talk about, because let's not forget, there are two African runners as well who are being, who've been disqualified. Not because of any drugs or any plants that they took. It's because there was too much natural testosterone found in their body, which it's odd because you allow trans women who have a natural testosterone level of a cisgendered male, a biological male would have in his body, but because they're taking estrogen pills and all this other stuff, and this is not me being anti-whatever, but this is me simply stating some facts. So... Two cisgender women who, I mean, they're claiming because they have too high of a a testosterone level, not too high of an estrogen level, but they're claiming that these two African women who are born women and everything have too high of a testosterone level that it would be an unfair advantage for them to compete with the other women, therefore they are not allowed to run. They got to lower their T levels. They got to get their estrogen levels up. These are women being told this. But again, you have trans women competing in these Olympic, um, any type of Olympic sport, right? All types. I've seen, I've seen the javelin thrown. I've seen track. I've seen, you know, all this other stuff, right? These are women who have naturally higher testosterone than the other women that they're competing against because these women were genetically born men, but they're not kicked out. They're not being told you cannot compete with these women who naturally have higher estrogen not as high testosterone levels as these other two so 
it begs the uh, yeah yeah this is one of those situations where it's like huh so two african women not allowed and it wasn't like their their t levels was through the roof like it wasn't like they had more testosterone than i did than i do it was just well we did some testing uh you're you all are black and now people could you know make genetic differences between black women and white women or just black folks and white folks in and in, in general y'all don't want to get into those damn discussions we're not going to get into that deep about it but i do eventually want to do episodes covering those type of discussions because why not and i got something to say about it point of the matter is for those who are making an argument that Shikari got got a she she's being punished for what she is being punished for or Shikari she's being punished for what she's being punished for these two African women are being punished for what she is being punished for uh, what they are being punished for. I'll leave that link in the description box below as well. You can check up on that. Meanwhile, people who argue the point that Phelps got away with doing the shit that he was doing, the wild shit he was doing, and all the other white Olympians got away with doing the shit that they were doing. And again, let's compare these two African women to trans women who are on track trans women who are Olympic uh, winners and play these other sports and have either won or were uh, able to compete simply because they were women what's the difference here how can you where's the justification here see when you don't justify it and not saying that a justification would make me say, well, that's what it is, and I will shut up, and I'll just go about my day. No. What would make me do that is an actual justification that makes sense. Not one that is con- concocted to save your ass. One that actually makes sense. I haven't gotten one, and I'm not going to hear one. So that leaves room open for, okay, this situation and this other situation. Seems like there's a race thing going on around here. It seems like, because again, these, 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 I don't think these are just two random African runners. These are two really great runners as well. And then we all know about uh, Shikari being as great as she was. So we know that was, you know, something that was, um, you know, shoot, shoot. Number one, number of damn one in the entire nation. You mean to tell me that there's nothing going on around here? Now people are gonna say, why would America want to lose? Why would they, it's clearly not race related. Because America would rather, and this is not even just Olympic history. Other history has shown America would rather lose 
than to be able to give a black woman, a black person, but a black woman especially, credit for doing something that she's done, doing the amazing thing that she has just done for this country, for an amazing contribution that she or any other black person has put out for this country. Yeah, they're going to throw certain names out there. You're going to throw the MLKs, the Booker T. Washingtons, and all the Oprah Winfrey's. The, you know, the people that they consider the safe blacks. I talked about that last week. Or at least mentioned it last week where you have these people who will befriend black folks or like black folks. Not because that they like these per- people's character or anything of, of that nature. Or they like black people. Because they view that individual as one of the good ones. The safe ones. That's where I came up with the term safe blacks. Alright. Same thing as, you know, the term good blacks. One of the good ones, right? That's what they mean. Pretty much. The same, on the same thing. So they'll throw these names out there that, Oh, oh no, I'm not racist because I... This got nothing to do with... Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I think it's foul what's happening to these ladies. I think it's foul. I'm not saying that I am against, uh, you know, trans women being able to compete with other women, whether they're trans or not, um, in, in, in these competitions. But I think that if you are going to tell a cisgendered woman, two cisgendered women, not just one, but two. Although one would have been overboard, but double that is double the overboard aspect of it. You're going to tell two of them, uh, you passed the, the drug tests, you are qualified, but when we ran your blood test, we found out that both of y'all have more testosterone than the average woman where you have a little bit more testosterone than the competition, so you all, you're booted. You might be taking that stuff, or we're just doing it because we don't want y'all to win shit, all right? So, peace. And for anyone that's going to think that nothing as petty as that would happen, that this is just a fair and square competition, you're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging if you think that not just the United States, other countries aren't going to pull stunts like this. Hell, the Olympics in general isn't going to pull stunts like this. Anti-blackness is global. So whether it's Shakari Richardson, the women out in Africa, some other black women, gonna do what they're gonna do to try to stifle us in general, us as in black folks. But that brings me to the next point that I wanted to talk about in this post is we wouldn't have to worry about this shit if we didn't participate in their events. They meaning non-black. Now, 
I've been on uh, we should start our own thing for the longest. We should start our own leagues. We should start all this, all this, our own schools, our own. I've been told y'all on this podcast as a joke, but kind of serious. I don't think segregation was a bad idea. It was just <laughs> how it went about doing how how they went about doing it was fucked up. But then, even when shit was segregated, you saw that black economics was a lot better than it is now. We had our own schools, churches, and all this other stuff. Courthouses and and sports leagues, successful and everything. And no, I'm not some anti-integration dancing. I think people should have the choice, though. And I believe the choices should still be there. I know someone's going to argue, well, what if a bunch of white people just decided they wanted to do their own thing like they fucking do now anyways? You mean like how shit is now anyways? I'm going to react the same way that I do right now. I'm not going to those spaces. Not because I'm not invited, but because I don't want to go there. It's really that simple. It's It's the same argument people make when it's, What if we started a white entertainment television? You know, like how BET pretty much is? (laughs) You know how like every other station outside of the quote unquote black entertainment television is anyways? What do you mean what if white people started it? You've been started it. You've already had it. How would you feel? I'd feel the same way that I'm feeling right now about this shit. I don't watch that shit. That's how the fuck I feel. You're not saying anything to try to... You're not saying anything new I haven't heard before. You're not saying anything that's revolutionary. You're not saying anything of substance, most of all. All these arguments are stupid. So if anyone's going to try to argue, well, how can you say that? You... Yeah, I'm saying we, we should start our own shit. If black folks want to have their own leagues, their own Olympics, and all this other stuff, let's do it. Let's do it. Now I'm saying this knowing damn well it's not going to happen, or at least not in my lifetime. Or at least I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. I should have more faith, but too many coons and coonettes and sellouts and and, and and all these other people, self-hating black folks. And yeah, there's too many of us right now that something like that would not be able to happen at this moment at all, you know? Um, so that's that like I, I just wanted to get that point out, out out the way anyways that's how I feel about the situations again she anybody making excuses for this woman Shikari excuses that she's not even making for herself yeah um, you're looking ridiculous but you're not looking as bad as the the rules are the rules. You're not as looking as ridiculous as those folks. You're not looking as ridiculous as people who are silent about Michael Michael Phelps or made the comment. Well, people make bad decisions. People make mistakes. Why are you not giving that same type of, um, you know, that leeway to? Miss Richardson. 
if we're gonna go based off of you know celebrating women and 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 uh all this other stuff why are you then punishing these two women for their bodies and whatever the case is with their testosterone levels that are probably slightly higher than the competition's levels and therefore they know that these women were going to win that anyway so let's get them the fuck out of here it's bananas if you feel as though you want to um, boycott or something um you know the olympics and not watch it don't sponsor this channel don't sponsor me at all don't sponsor this podcast so i ain't gonna go here and be like no please still watch them they're gonna uh, no and even if they did i'd still be saying you do what you want to do at the end of the day they probably removed the sponsorship at that point but hey I'm all about keeping it real over here at the end of the day. Speaking my my truth. That's why you ain't see no sponsors on here except for me. So with that being said, we're going to get into another sponsored ad by myself about something else that I do. And then we'll get into the last topic. Stay tuned. So you know this podcast is about politics, pop culture, and life in general. And I used to review movies and probably talk about a TV show here and there. But now I have a dedicated podcast for that. That is called the Season Premiere Podcast. That is also a weekly podcast just like this one. But new episodes every Thursday where I talk about my favorite shows and maybe movies I've seen. And I review them. So if you want to hear my thoughts on all of that outside of politics and all these other things that I talk about on this podcast, go check out the season premiere podcast. You can find that podcast everywhere you can find this podcast. Subscribe over there, just like you're subscribed here, and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so last topic here. Um, as I stated last week and then like a previous episode before that, um, I am... Going on a hiatus, a short hiatus, I'm going to put it that way. But I don't, I, I can't promise y'all when I'm going to come back. I can't tell y'all a timetable. I'd be lying to y'all if I said it will be back by this time or whatever. All only thing I do know is I do intend on, obviously, continuing the podcast, number one. Number two, I do not intend on taking the rest of the year off or the majority of the rest of this year off. Meaning... There will be more episodes of the Honest Thoughts podcast in 2021. Um, it's just, as I am moving into my new place, I want to settle in. And some people are going to be like, well, Sam Lane probably won't go, into, it won't take that long, so long. It's a different, it's a new place in a new state. I got to settle in. I want to check out things. I got to get, you know, find work down there as well continue doing my thing, make sure things that I have here are, you know, as far as just registrations of things and all are registered to my apartment down there. I want to get all that out the way and then, of course, enjoy my time down there um, that I'm having down there. I want to enjoy all of that. 
um, and actually take the time to take a break for once, you know, um, for the listeners out there who've been listening since day one or for at least for a long time, you all know that the longest break I usually take are the week offs of, you know, leading up to my birthday. Um, or my birthday week, let me put it that way, where I do not record episodes <clears throat> that week. My birthday is August 30th, by the way, um, for anyone who wanted to bless me with a present or whatever. Uh, hit up the donation links, but no, <laughs> any present, well, any, I won't say any present, but a lot of presents will be acceptable. It doesn't automatically have to be money. Um but who knows? Who knows if I'm going to be back by then? If I am back by then, this is just, you know, some hiatus I'm taking for the month of July or foreseeable month of July because I am leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving Boston, Massachusetts tomorrow, tomorrow night to be exact. Uh, so, yeah, and I will be in my new location Friday night. So, yeah, this that's this weekend would not this this episode is being recorded earlier than usual simply because I wanted to give y'all a final episode out, um, and this weekend wouldn't wouldn't have been a good time for me to record the episode, this podcast and the other podcast that you hear advertised that I do, simply because once again, I was going to be too busy to record this weekend and don't know how how the other weekends are looking, but I do know I'm going to take some time off. So that's why this title is called hiatus. I mean, it's, 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 it's not goodbye. It's not, Oh, I'm done with the podcast. I'm not getting as many views as no, I'm not getting as many views as I want, but you know, well, I believe I should have, let me put it that way, but I enjoy doing this. If you still want to stick around, if you still want to hear other podcasts or whatever, again, you can check out my other podcasts that I got going on, the My Two Cents Podcast, Ernest Thoughts Podcast. You can check those out. Um, if you haven't subscribed to those, you can find those podcasts pretty much, like the ad say, where you can find these podcasts or this podcast you can also listen to older episodes if you haven't listened to all the episodes older episodes per se there is a lot for you to choose from there's a lot for you to do check out whatever i have in the description box below um with my youtube channel especially have Tons of videos up there. So if you want more so into videos and stuff, you want to put a face, a very lovely, handsome face, by the way, to the voice. You can you can see me, nigga. But nah, you can see me um, on YouTube and pretty much discuss the same things here, um, but on, you know, a shorter version and Certain things I just strictly talk about on YouTube and certain things I talk about here for the podcast, obviously. But that's that. I just wanted to inform the listeners on that or whoever is listening, whoever might be paying attention out there. Because 
if there's one thing that I've learned throughout my podcast journey, these four years that I've been doing it, is uh, there's a lot of things I've learned. I could make that entire episode. But one of the things I will name here before I make that entire episode, or this entire topic of one episode, is that people do pay attention to you despite them not actually coming out and saying that they listen to the podcast or they pay attention. I'm one of those individuals where on the outside, it it looks like no one gives a damn. Like no one gives a damn, but people actually do. And I'm not even just talking about the podcast. I'm talking about my life in general. But for some reason, people don't never want to tell me how they feel until it's either too late or I don't know. I don't know. That's that's discussions for future episodes. But I know I say that just, just to say I know there are people listening. And I really appreciate your listening. I hope that you speak out and feel comfortable speaking out. But this is not some threat. This is not something you have to do if you don't want to. If you just simply enjoy listening to the podcast, I appreciate that as well. I'd really appreciate it if you don't listen to... I mean, if you do enjoy listening to the podcast, it's your first time, but you don't subscribe to subscribe to the podcast. So you can be just like some of the other loyalists out there and listen to me on a weekly or even daily basis as well. Um, this, this, I'm, I'm going to leave y'all with a little snippet of my future plans. Not even just for this podcast, but for what the things I do, period. I want to put out something every single day for people to consume. Whether it be a video, whether it be a podcast episode. Well, I don't think the podcast episode is going to be every day. But it's still every week. And I have three podcasts. It's just two of them release on the same day and one releases on another day. But I do want to put out something every day. I do write every day, whether it be blog writing or journal writing or whatever. I do have my clothing brand. Um, but something every day is something that I am holding myself accountable for as far as a creator. And I'll go into depth about that. It's it's a little personal movement slash mantra that I am starting for myself. I came up with it the other day. I call it SED, but you know it stands for something every day. S E D, pretty much. And yeah, I'm gonna work on that and probably start that in motion once I get back in motion when doing these podcasts and doing the other things that I do on the side. But link in the description box below and links in the description box below. You can check out all the other things that I got going on. And that way you will find something from me every day. You know? So there's that. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Black people, let's do it for ourselves. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA Lives Matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. And you 
matter. And I'm out. You hear from me when I come back. Y'all enjoy this break just as much as I plan on enjoying it. Stay safe. Be you. Peace out.